snap. back to another episode of the Youth Ministry Booster Podcast. My name is Zach Work. I'm here with my best friend. Chad Higgins. Merry Christmas, Chad. Mm, thank you, Zach. Merry Christmas. Hey, man, it's the end of the year, and we wanted to put a little wrap, a little bow Ooh. on this year of podcasting. Year seven of podcasting and excited for what next year will bring. So, Chad Higgins, Christmas, what do you got planned? <sighs> We we kind of do the 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 norm. I, I I consider the norm. You the know norm. What I okay. Mean? Like, okay. Uh, we we don't we don't fuss too far out of your natural rhythms of you know we're gonna open Christmas presents. Uh, we normally we open one on Christmas Eve. Okay. And then the rest on Christmas Day. Now, are you guys hunkered down all together, or you got road travels? I know for a lot of people yeah. that the juggle of Christmas travels between church activities is an entire family meeting to itself. Yeah, so we will travel a little bit. We're going to go to my parents' okay. place. Uh, my brother will be there, their kiddos. Christmas Day? or oh, Yeah, Christmas Day. We'll, okay. we'll be down there. They'll get to open presents from, you know... Nana and Pappy, yeah, and all that kind of deal, and uh, and so that'll be a lot of fun. And um, th- you know, Malia's four, it's a great year. This does feel like I, she kind of got it last year. This definitely feels like the year that it's like the anticipation, yeah, like why can't I open all of these gifts already? Right, the right, right. At three, it's kind of like, oh, I get gifts, at four, it's like they connect the dots of like those are wrapped. Summer for me, Summer for me yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, both both Malia and her mother, uh, my wife, uh, <laughs> are they like sneaking peeks? Is Martha, yeah, is, like, is Martha peeling the scotch tape back just to see? Martha's really bad of like, <laughs> it'll come in, yeah, and it's like, well, I mean, it's got my name on it. Why don't we just already? Yeah, and yeah, I'm right. like, hold on, like, <laughs> and then it's like day of christmas it's like you don't have any gifts there's no surprise left you have opened them <laughs> yeah. all congratulations yeah, like you're this. actually wearing them now <laughs> you've like, actually worn them multiple well, times it's christmas pajamas i thought i should wear it all season yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Well, so that's normally how it is you know, come um, on pajamas yeah no it's uh uh well you know Listen, man, as the guy in my family who Karen has to hide gifts at her school so I don't snoop. Oh, my I, gosh. I get it. Like I get it. <laughs> no, she does. But I'll, I'll come clean on the podcast. Karen may or may not keep my Christmas gifts in her classroom closet until the week before. You're so. a child. I am You're a, a child. man child. I am a man child. I just can't help myself. Okay. I just, I work at home. I'm so curious. Hey, I just want to know. Let's talk about <laughs> yard decorations. Okay, now are you judging me because you pulled up today? I'm not judging you. Listen, I have a I, five and seven year old. It only makes sense there'd be multiple minion inflatables on the yard. I respect a good inflatable, <laughs> but that's but there are people with very strong opinions about it. This is true. We're going to lose some listeners over this. You think people stop listening because they know that you like to blow up your Christmas? There's there's some there's some harsh judgment. I'm sure. I'm sure other folks are like, yeah, I knew I liked him. Um, but we went from zero inflatables two years ago to yeah. now there's like multiple ones. I had to buy like new stakes this year because they were larger and it's it's a whole You've got an entire minion village car system. Out. Yeah, it, it's happening. No, there's a whole like diorama on my front lawn. So as far like 
for, for you, what, what do you like when it comes to outdoor lighting? What's your preference? Exterior illumination. Exterior uh, <laughs> illumination, yes. I, I like it classic. I think if you're going to light your house, for me personally, for my money, yeah. I either want the classic soft white, not the harsh ice white, the more like warm yellow tone white, or red and green or red and white. Anything else, multicolor. Multicolor, you're out. Not really my thing. I, I'm here for classic bowl, Christmas. Small bulb? Uh, the bigger, the better. I, I do I prefer big over small, but I get it. Like sometimes if you, you know, like your configuration or whatever, the icicle lights, I stand in judgment. There um, was a period where everyone did the icicle lights. That was the thing. Well, because they had the little ones that would drip. Yeah. And that was pretty cool. That was that. I mean, the people that go like all out and like synchro and music. You know, Bob's your uncle. You can go yeah. as many colors, whatever you want. But if you're just like, I'm going to hang lights in my house, my preference is either soft white all throughout or red and green or red and white. That's it. Those are your three choices. I don't even know what to call these things, so I'm, I'm hesitant. Have you seen the, like, spotlight thing? Oh, the little LED showers. Yes. yes. What is this about? So it was a thing that came out. So you're talking to the guy. So my dad, big fan of exterior illumination, was this This is like the rite of passage every, like, Saturday after Thanksgiving. Um, the star shower, I believe is what it's called. It's red and green laser LEDs. That just shines on your house. You stake a couple of those bad boys out front, run two cables, and you've got your house all pimpled up for the Christmas season. Here's the deal. I feel like if you're that guy, yeah, okay? Yeah. If you go classic bulbs and then shower, yeah. I'm going to give you a pass. Okay. But if you're just... Stake and go. Th- three spotlights <laughs> in the front yard onto the house... You stand in judgment. Well, here's here's what I've noticed. The people that often do the stake and go thing, ironically, also really heavy into Halloween. Um, it's like it's like they spend all their energy trying to cover two holidays. <laughs> and so they can't do Halloween decor and Christmas. So they get all petered out by November first and they're like, you know what? Two stakes good enough. And so they, they can't be spooky and seasonal, so it, it's a struggle. It, I feel like Thanksgiving is really a good holiday for inflatables. <laughs> it's a good, like a big old turkey out front. You yeah, know, right. Turkey hiking a football? Get out of here. <laughs> I'm in. Yeah. Um, God, turkey and a helmet hiking a football. That is... It's a great look. Yeah, it's a great look. You, yeah. It lets people know I'm thankful. <laughs> it, it, you drive by and you're like, that guy... We've got leftovers for you. Right, yeah, that yeah, guy. That. Man, grateful is Gra- all I got to say. Grateful 9 by 13 with your name on it, right? <laughs> <laughs> He's invited the potluck. He's at multiple potlucks. Yeah. Now, do you do turkey again on Christmas? So we typically work turkey Thanksgiving... Christmas ham. Okay. Christmas ham. Now, what's changed recently, so our Christmas plan, this has been it for the last few years. Christmas Eve at church, big service with the family. We do the one gift. We do a board game Christmas Eve with the kids. Oh, I like that. So we open one gift as a family. It's always a pretty easy board game. So it's like instant gratification of like, we opened it. We're going to play it together. Played it a couple times. You know, go to bed. Because our Christmas Eve service is like 5 p.m. So we do Christmas Eve. Get a pizza because pizza's easy and it's like one of the few things open. Board game bed. Christmas Day is the marathon. We yeah. do early at the house and then we typically just do like coffee and treats at the house. But then we do Christmas brunch at Karen's folks. And that's what it shifted from like the lunch ham to like big breakfast casseroles, bacon, eggs, whatever. Um, and then we do Christmas dinner with my folks, which is typically 
sometimes a ham usually it's just lots of like fun sides and charcuterie and it's like it, it's just we're just snacking for the rest of the day kind of thing so we, like we hit that. it up it's good yeah we, we don't have the one big meal mainly because people are always coming and going that's kind of the hard part we don't because now all my siblings have like in-laws and travels and things to get it's hard to get more time together than just enough to sit down open gifts and be together so the whole like prepping and eating and cleaning up from a meal just doesn't always work on the 25th so now you guys like a are a mo- you're not a movie family like i know there are fa- families it's like christmas day they're all about going to the movies we we did a couple years the big thing that we do as a family is light night so the work and family light night tradition of going like the 21st what, whatever one of those first days because there's so many school teachers in our family whenever they're out of school one of those nights we all meet up in the city and either, typically yukon because that's home base for mom and dad they have a great like outdoor drive-through, walk-through lighting thing. Uh, they've come up here to Tulsa to do the Rama lights sometimes, but we love getting hot chocolate or coffee and walking around looking at Christmas lights um, because we all like to load up in a couple of cars, blast music. One time dad rented like a big 15-passenger van, so we were all together doing it. It was a whole Amazing. thing. Yeah, yeah, it was, fun. it was fun. Okay, so this time of year, yeah. we have family traditions. Family traditions. Uh, many student ministries, though, they'll have some. Christmas party traditions. Yeah, yeah Christmas yeah, party yeah, traditions. Yeah, yeah. Were you a Christmas party guy? It was, that was, uh, we always did the big Christmas student party. The leader thing, was hard we tried to there was just so many other competing things we really moved our leader christmas party kind of to the spring as kind of end of school year but the student one was always fun mainly because it was a chance for them to do the like gift exchange thing and wear sweaters uh, that ugly sweaters is still a pretty fun thing for kids of all ages. Well, your wife goes all out. My right. wife actually competes. Like at school, she's earned yeah. many a gift card for. And she actually custom makes them. Where she will like one year, she like turned a hoodie into a fireplace and had like an iPad roaring fire oh, in the wow. pouch. Um, she she's something else. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. next level. It's anytime next you level. have interactive clothing, <laughs> Any, anytime your clothing has like a, a power source. Yeah, it's it's special. It's special. Yeah, but gifts gifts of the kids. It was always fun. Like I don't, I just feel like end of the year stuff. Like there's only so much programs that you can cram in, and so to take a night during whatever your Sunday midweek whatever time would be, and just load up on hot chocolate and silly gifts and times together is is really special. So for you, like a student minister, this time of year, like what what do you feel like are good like markers for like quote-unquote success, right? Like, like, what's a win for a youth pastor in the month of December? Because it is. It's chaotic. Like, you've got so many different things going on. Everybody has something else to do. Yeah. I mean, I, I think the big thing to win in December is to feel like you had a really good check-in with as many of your kids as possible. Mm-hmm. Whether that's a phone call or you saw them. Like, I really think this is like the Christmas card list time of the year where it's like, I haven't seen you, and I just wanted to make a phone call or a touch base. Yeah. Uh, it's also a really good time. If this is part of your purview of your work jurisdiction, I think to reconnect with some of those graduate students, to be reminded that's a good call. To be reminded of what worked and what didn't work, because they're all back home. And they there's that week where you're not quite done, and they're all back. 
I would try to have a couple coffees with my either seniors that were now like college freshmen or fresh in the workforce, kind of time to hang out, or even ones that have been gone for a couple years. Because I think it's really easy to get caught in like how busy your high school students are now and feel like, man, nobody showed up. I didn't make a difference. But you have coffee with Tim and Lindsay, and they're like, man, like, I'm so thankful for the time I had with you. And you're like, oh my gosh, that yeah, yeah man, yeah, it did, it did make a difference. Well, they come back with a little bit different perspective. They see it different, not only about like their perspective, like when they were in high school, but like some of them come back and it's like, have you ever read anything from Nietzsche? You know what I mean? You're like, well, hold on. <laughs> uh, yeah, the sophomore college report's very different than the sophomore high school experience. Sure. And I think that's one thing in this season. It'd be really easy to try to do everything for everybody in front of you right now. They're busy. And I have the Christmas party, but I would adjust your expectations because they've been invited to 17 of them. And so, like, just, like, again, I think that's where, like, have the fun, have the gathering. The Christmas party isn't the thing you blow out. The Christmas party is the chance you have to do some of that reconnection fun. Yeah, so whether you've got 12, 20, or 120, like, it was a a, a nice time altogether. It wasn't wasn't hype. It wasn't excessive. It it was just fun. It was good. Yeah. There there is something about Christmas that I, I just feel like naturally feels that way. Like, it brings its own, like, big nature to it. Yeah. But there Let is Christmas that, like, do its own work. <laughs> yeah, there is that like communal, like we sit back yeah. and I actually enjoy a meal together. Spent more good. time decorating like the youth room for Christmas than trying to like hype the event we were gonna do. Because we, we would actually that was one of the things we took the the midweek off during Thanksgiving. We'd actually decorate it was like the one time in my life that I was like cool pre-decorating Thanksgiving. Is then we'd come back after Thanksgiving. That entire Advent season, the youth room was like trees and lights. It was just cozy, right? It was a real fun way to have five or six weeks of cozy time together. Yeah. Uh, that was just really warm and inviting. So. Well, and you've talked a little bit about that on some talks that I've heard you do about like loneliness, anxiety, things like that. Like, yeah. When we're always trying to be like hype for students yes. and give them another thing to be Loud, excited big, about, yeah, yeah, like this idea and reminder that like the king has come, yeah, I think for students can be a very like peace inducing, infant lowly, thought. infant holy. Yeah. You throw in that Charlie Brown Christmas track, so instead of that hype like whatever list, if it's like lo-fi Christmas mm, or good. like jazzy Christmas. I, I don't know. Watch the room change. Like, I, like atmosphere is real, and I think whether you've got a classroom, a hallway, or a gymnasium of kiddos, like if you can bring it down to make it more intimate and cozy, there's something to centuries of exterior illumination, right? Like it, it really is twinkle lights over spotlights that I think can do some wonders sure. in some really cool ways, especially because it helps to mark a different season. Like it, it, you're allowed to feel different. Because the room is different, and the season is different, and the time is different. And that way, mid-January, when you ramp back up, they got excited for it because it hasn't been that way in a while. Well, and you're if you think about it, like, the students that we're talking about are in a very different stage of life. Yeah. Like, yes, they've got the hecticness that is Christmas season, but you're talking about kids that are in finals. Right. 
that's stress. Writing papers, writing papers. Uh, they're doing if they're in choir band, they probably have their biggest concert of the year yep. that they're stressed out about. Um, you know, you've got um, the family stress that a lot of them are, are feeling um, through mom and dad, right? Yeah. <laughs> High school football playoffs, yeah. all of those kind of things that are going on in their life. And so I think the opportunity, yes, it can be fun. And I think we all understand that. But the opportunity to like do the acoustic set, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And like, Add some jingle bells in there. Do 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 the little. The I think that's thing. good, yeah, Zach. I yeah. think that's really good. I also think so. One of the things that I've ta- been talking to youth pastors about in this time period, as far as like parent ministry, is helping parents tie the understanding of family traditions. Yeah, being part of this memory making moment yeah. inside of their family. Um, and I think one of the, the aspects that we have as the church is helping parents understand that like family discipleship, isn't always the like, you know, upright piano in the like parlor of right, the house, right, right. like banging out like worship albums. <laughs> uh, but it is the opportunity for families to go, okay, we want, our family to understand the true meaning of Christmas. What are traditions that we want to establish as a family that promote those things that we value? And I think the church has an opportunity to share story and to allow families to share story of how do we do this as a family that I think other families that may not have had those can go, Oh, I, I would love to do that. Like, for for example, Zach, I love the idea of the board game night. Yeah. Right? It's so small, but it's it's that <sighs> that's we're always going to open a game on Christmas Eve with our boys. Right. And then to get to, as your boys get older, to talk about the value of sitting and enjoying time yeah. with family. The fire, the lights, the music, play. Yeah. I mean, that's it. That's the whole thing. The game will get more challenging as they get older. Right. But the tradition remains, yeah. I think that those things are good. I think allowing people to hear those stories, to hear stories of like, you know, how we incorporate prayer into those kind of things. Yeah. Um, what are we going to do into the new year? I think people are looking for examples. I mean, even listening to uh, a podcast like this, you yeah. know, some some of them may be thinking about, okay, how do I? What is my Christmas? Church Party van to look like next year church van light night. Let's go! Yeah. Like you have a church van, you can make hot chocolate. Drive yeah, them around with see some lights. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't have to be groundbreaking. All yeah. of those kind of things. Well, because you're not trying to do it all the time, right? Like it's one of those. The the beauty of tradition. And I know it's always fun for youth pastors to like celebrate tradition, but we've got our own versions of it. The thing about tradition that can be really beautiful is that tradition can carry the weight sometimes from our own creativity. Like tradition itself can carry some of that significance or gravitas that like our new idea didn't have to do because they knew it was coming. We didn't have to be like, bro, you're not going to want to miss this. It's so hype. It's so exciting. You do it long enough. If you do Charlie Brown Christmas with the tree and you watch it and you drink hot chocolate, open gifts together, you do that for a few years. If kids like it, eventually they'll start asking for it and you don't have to promote a thing. Because yeah. they were excited about it. Flannel and Flapjack night, the Wednesday before finals week, 
Yeah, man, pancakes and flannel pajamas. I'm in every yeah. year. I'm in. So that just yeah. sounds like Tuesday at my house. Well, that's just a good Tuesday in the wintertime. Yeah, yeah, man. So no, I think for a lot of us, like, like it's hard to lean in tradition when it's like consuming, but seasonal tradition, champion it, champion it, champion it, and buy a bigger tub for more twinkle lights. So. So Merry Christmas to you, friends. We hope you enjoy this wherever you're at. One of the things that we would share and want to leave with and we'll post about on social is that I cannot encourage you enough to not to, to take a few, I would say days, but at least 48 hours of December 25th and 26th to turn the phone off, to break from social media, to break from having to check, swipe, and just be present. Put it on a shelf, put it in a drawer, and be with your family on the 25th and 26th. If you've got morning worship that 25th, great. Have lunch, go home, turn it off, take the Monday, and be with your family. We love you, and we hope that this season is not just exciting and new, but renewing for the birth of the Savior, infant lowly, infant holy, uh, that would give hope breaking into the whole world.